everybody, and welcome to the Advice Not Given podcast. Each week, we share unfiltered, truth-telling conversations between friends. You're invited to eavesdrop as we give each other the advice you didn't ask for, but wish you did. We're your hosts, Kelly Artis and Claire Wood of Millspo Gurus, and this is Advice Not Given. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of the Advice Not Given podcast. Today, Kelly and I want to talk all about transitions. We are covering a little bit of how some of our country is opening back up and transitioning back to um, some normal practices or new normal practices. And we also want to share a little bit how we are each preparing to transition uh, with those same ideals, but also with the changing of seasons, with school ending, with a PCS for me. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. All the changes are coming. <laughs> we're going to try to do this as lightly and positively as we can. We've been noticing, like, I don't know about y'all, but we're sick of it. However, comma, it is still a very real and ever-present kind of overtone on everything that we're experiencing. So uh, we're here with you. We're trying to navigate a new normal, too. Um yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I guess the biggest transition that uh, we're thinking about is just everything that comes along with summer. Claire, what's up? Uh-huh. I mean, May is such a big, big, big month. Usually. It is. <laughs> usually. Yeah, yeah. Usually. It is. <laughs> yeah. So we have our, you know, our PCS that I've been talking about for months. Um, Lord willing is still happening this summer. So I'm, I'm starting to physically like take apart things at the house and I uh, gave away a bunch of my plants this weekend. I saw um, that. I wanted some. Oh, oh so I wish I could I get them plants. to you. I know. <laughs> like, yeah. I need- it's been, it's been a really like, it's made me feel, and I guess it's almost like a metaphor for other things. Like it's just made me feel really good to feel like I'm giving these little parts of me away and that they'll still continue thriving and growing here, even though I'm moving on and it's made me happy. I hope it's made the recipients happy. Um, so yeah, we've got the move as our big summer transition. We have the ending of school, the school year. My kids have like another week and a half of work and I'm excited about it because I have to, I'm one of those homeschoolers. I have to go into like complete summer mode and give all of us a break. Mm. However, I'm like kind of nervous because at least school has been something to give our day some structure. And so like right. once that ends, I'm afraid my kids are going to be like, we will now play 14 hours of Xbox <laughs> for the next six weeks. So oh my God. Um, I, I saw the best meme the other day. It was like, or it was just like a screenshot of somebody's post. And it was like, we psychologists have decided that we have given our kids way too much screen time during this pandemic. And, you know, kind of, it sounded like really judgmental and like mm. in your face. And then it was mm-hmm. like, so I've made the tough decision to finally limit my kids' screen time to 14 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. I was like, oh my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. And then for us too, this is kind of tying in the school and the PCS, but even just today I was on the phone with the high school where my older two kids are going to attend once we move, like finding out how registration is going to work since mm-hmm. we're probably going to be getting there just like on two wheels before school starts. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, lots of transition, but I'll, I'll leave my last thing to be 
I ordered new swimsuits for myself this year and I'm Ooh. super excited. They came in today. I haven't tried them on yet, but I'm Are really you excited. in a good a good place? Like a, I don't think I could try a bathing suit on right now. I think that would be like the nail in the coffin for me. Well, <laughs> I am just at like an acceptance level actually. And okay. I have always I, I won't say always. I mean, when I was younger, I was much more self-conscious, but now I'm like, you know what? Like I don't really care what you think I look like in a bathing suit and I'm not wearing like a thong in a string bikini. It's a no. land's end, um, you know, control top mommy tummy <laughs> bathing Love suit. It. So you know what I've really actually excited. gotten really into are like sun shirts. I'm kind of mm-hmm. loving the rash guard look. Mm-hmm. Um, I burn when I walk to my car in the summer. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm taking, I'm just going to go that approach and be like, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I can't be in the sun. I like it. Yeah. Well, um, I love Land's End swimsuits. They are um, like, they have the good fabric that's like sunscreen or SPF 50, uh-huh. yep. like even just on the regular part, you know, regular material. And then they're just super heavy duty. And that, if anything mm. is, I just need something like to hold all the parts and pieces in place as they, as they should be. <laughs> no target I do special. get in the pool. Yeah. Like I like to get in the pool. In fact, I don't know if I've ever shared this on the podcast, but every summer, my intro to summer is I do a back dive into the pool for my kids. Oh, so that's I, adorable. I have to have a good bathing suit that keeps everything in its place oh, for that very yeah, reason. I, I love knowing that about you. What, um, why is that a thing? Did you swim? Like, were you a swimmer? No, no. Okay. I feel really proud that I can still move like that. And I'm trying to even think, I guess like when they were really little, you're like, hey, I'm watch this. I, I'm trying to okay. even think when I learned how to do it. But like, I've yeah. done a back dive before, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I would do it now. I think I'd be yeah. a little scared. No, <laughs> I, I just, I just go in, glide through the water, come back out, and <laughs> get around. I can't wait to see that. That's yeah. Cool. I need, it's, I need documentation. It's kind of one of my claims. One of my very few claims to fame is my back dive into the pool. So I, I can't wait it. to do it. I cannot well, wait to do it. Speaking of swimsuits in summer, I did I made a post the other day on my Instagram stories. I was like, I had this random flash, like a memory. And I was like, oh my God, why do I see Birkenstocks right now? Like in my brain, like what is happening? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you remember, you remember when I was breastfeeding or like with little bitty infants, you know, I remember like sleep dream shopping. Like Hmm. I would like get on Amazon or get on whatever and respond. Like I would buy stuff and it would show up at the house. And you know, Andrew, if he were home, he'd be like, what in the world? I'm like, I don't even remember ordering that. Like (laughs) like delirious. So I've been staying up late doing work and whatever. And like, I think I bought some sandals and I've, I don't know if I've ever had a pair of Birkenstocks, really not my style. Yeah. But Evidently, like in my brain, I'm like, I think I bought some. So I posted it. Andrew is on Instagram now, by the way. Um, he's made his social media appearance finally. And he was like the first one to respond. He was like, I hope you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, those are ugly shoes. Hey, we're kind of... (laughs) They are comfortable though. Okay. Okay. But like, so we're a rainbow family. We prefer rainbows, but I'm going to have to say like my rainbows keep messing up. Like Mm -hmm. they don't make them like they used to. They're falling apart. They hurt my feet. You know, like Mm -hmm. they're not the same shoe they used to be. Sorry, rainbow, but you're slacking. Um, So anyway, I went digging through my email (laughs) the other day and sure enough, I did. Nordstrom Rack was having a sale and they got me with a Facebook ad at two in the morning (laughs) on a Tuesday. So I bought... Birkenstocks to welcome summer this year, apparently, but they really were on sale. They were only like 60 bucks. So that's a um, really good deal. I 
thought so too, apparently. So here's a fun fact. Um, you know, everybody's been posting all these like high school senior pictures on Facebook, mm-hmm. like in yeah. support and solidarity, which yeah. two things. Number one, it's it. not making anybody feel better. Right. And number two, kids in high school aren't on Facebook. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> Like, yeah. y'all, nobody sees this. Yeah, <laughs> like, you gotta exactly. go to TikTok for that. Well, one of my friends from high school, I guess she was like digging through old pictures or old yearbook and um, sharing some pictures. And so she sent me a picture from the beginning of my senior year of high school. <clears throat> And it was actually when we were, I was on the yearbook staff and we were touring the plant where our yearbook was made. And there's oh a picture gosh. of me wearing Birkenstocks in 12th Aww. grade with socks, mind you. This was like in the okay. fall. So I had them okay. on with socks. Yeah. And I, I have Birkenstocks again. Like I got mine two years ago, I think. Huh. And um, I'm like, they're just a timeless shoe. And I know they are ugly. But when you want something that fits your foot, and especially yeah. like if you do a lot of walking around or, you know, if you're up on your feet a lot, like the arch support is amazing. I'm excited. So I mean, like look, him. I'm a mom. It's fine. Um, I think I had um, the Doc Martin versions of Birkenstock right. sandals. I remember those in high mm-hmm. school. Remember those? They were like mm-hmm. loud, like right. heavy. Yeah, those were. That was my. That was my speed. Funny. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, I've got that. I've got a couple of dresses coming too. Apparently, I think I ordered some new lipstick for. I have no idea why, but <laughs> well, <laughs> hey. You don't owe anybody a, a, an excuse or an explanation right now. I also there's ordered something. some new clothes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I was going to say, there's one thing I was really proud of. I almost ordered this calendar, like this huge print calendar thing um, that was going to cost like $300. I was having a hard time justifying it because I'm still decorating my office. I moved my office around. Like a wall gig- calendar? Yeah, but it's beautiful. Ooh. It was like gorgeous. Um, and I was like, ah so expensive and then I'm like oh Mother's Day is coming up I can give it to myself whatever and I'm like, yeah oh Kelly you could make that so I sat down on Canva for like probably three solid hours last night and designed my own went and bought a print or a poster frame from Michael's which is a mm-hmm. whole other story but mm-hmm. y'all Michael's was like so crowded I thought it was Black Friday no one got the memo or paid attention to the sign on the door that said 100 people in the store it was oh, wow. packed Anyway, um, but yeah, so I got I got my whole little setup as soon as it prints and comes to me for about forty bucks instead of three hundred. So I'm pretty proud of that. So is this a calendar starting like a June to July academic year? Like no, format? it's like blank. No, so it's blank. Oh, and it's you put, blank. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's got a um. Yeah, okay, I should have started with that. So it's yeah, it's a blank it's calendar that you wipe off, like it, you write on the plexiglass. You see what I mean? Ooh. Like, not like dry erase. Like, the print is underneath mm-hmm. the the plexiglass, but then you write on top of that and fill in your calendar as you go. I've been wanting it for a long time. Again, just couldn't justify it. But then I was like, why can't I just make this? And I did. And I have to say, it's pretty cool. Um, That's I will not one of those it. double wins. You get the win of the calendar and the joy and delight of, of knowing you made it money. yourself. And the three I, wins. Yeah, you save money. I am a little nervous. Like I can't share it though because I don't want the artist to know that I like legit copied her. I would also Just never send me a picture. Sh- I will. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but no. So okay, I'm trying to think what our transitions are. I mean, for the most part, I mean, I guess school peter down. We're a little. Mm-hmm. I'm a little sad because I don't know what to do about like activities in the summer, like pools. I don't know if our. I mean, we don't really yeah. have that many swimming pools here anyway. But um, I don't know what the situation is going to be there. Um, I don't know what the situation is going to be at the beach or like what travel will be like. I mean, who knows, mm-hmm. right? That's usually the go-to. Um, 
but we are kind of quasi starting to try to get excited about an end of a deployment. So there's yeah. that. Um, but then that sucks too, because we always take a trip. Uh, and instead of taking a trip this year, it'll be quarantine. So there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do have a funny story to tell about that. And she'll be embarrassed if she hears me. But um, I was talking to my kids about um, Andrew coming home and like, okay, so he'll either come home in this many weeks or this many weeks, which, you know, is plus two of the initial right. number, right? Because he can, he can come home. He's coming home on, you know, whatever week. But then if he wants to come straight home, he has to quarantine either way. Like he can either quarantine at home with us or he can quarantine in a hotel somewhere. Um, if he comes home, then we see him in, you know, this many weeks. And if he quarantines in a hotel, we can't see him for two more weeks. So, but then my, my son's like, oh, well, I mean, obviously he, he comes home. Oh, I can't wait to see daddy. I'm so excited. Da, da, da. Uh, my daughter was like, but wait, <laughs> he's going to be traveling and he's going to be like getting germs and he's going to quarantine because they think he might get sick. Um, I think he should stay in a hotel. <laughs> yeah, she's like Holiday Inn or Best Western. <laughs> Which one, she's Dad? Like, she's like, he's been gone for so long. What's two more weeks? I was like, Hannah, are you serious? You want Daddy to be, to be gone for two more weeks? Well, where do you he's land like, on that? Do you have um, a Okay, I've come feeling? to this brilliant conclusion that you go so stay at the hotel can... with him yes! and you get a babysitter for two weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's my idea. No, he's not. He's not, I can't sell him on it. He's like, whatever. And it's funny because he's like, they're so locked down over there that he's actually nervous coming back. Oh, wow. He's more nervous about coming Y'all back are to the States. Infect him. <laughs> yes, 100%. Because he's like, yeah. they, they're where they are is so shut down. Um, and they've been quarantined, like legit quarantined for, you yeah. know, um, over a month now. And like, no one comes on and off their compound, whatever. He's like, if I leave, I'm putting myself at risk. Well, so, he's probably um, not wrong. It's probably not wrong. So anyway, we're just, I don't know. It'll Hopefully everything you'll, will be fine. You'll know when it, when he, you know, you'll know the right decision when it gets a little uh, bit Exactly. Closer, we're not, we're not trying to think about it right now, but it was just so funny because Hannah was like, uh, he can stay in a hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. We'll see him. In two weeks won't be a big deal. Yeah. Well, I think that's a perfect setup for like kind of what we want to settle in and talk about, which is everybody's got a different feeling about what's safe right now Mm, (laughs) and what's, mm -hmm. what's, you know, reasonable, what's unreasonable, whether that's, you know, coming down from different states, choosing to open up and the degree to which they're opening or what types of businesses they're deeming essential all the way down to just like what you're wanting to do. But then Kelly and I have both noticed that like people will got some opinions about that and mm-hmm. they are surprise, surprise, um, sharing them very publicly, like on social media, just their kind of judgment of other people just because they're not, you know, others maybe aren't reacting or responding the way you choose to doesn't make it mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. So I'm actually super curious. I'm going to voice this question out loud. It's definitely not rhetorical. Like we'd love to hear from you guys. I know this isn't the best format to have a two-way conversation, but I am like super curious how you're all feeling about your own family's decisions about Mm -hmm. what is safe. Like what are your boundaries? What are you adapting? Um, You know, we have the overarching sort of guidelines, right? Like six feet apart, no more than three, sometimes 10 people at a gathering, um, you know, wash your hands, all the stuff. But I'm noticing there's a ton of variance in who considers what to be um, acceptable. And even to my right. own personal situation, I mean, we 
have accepted, and I, I think I saw an article somewhere. Uh, I can't remember if it was like an article about civilian, like the society in general, or if it was like specifically like a military spouse sort of angle. It might've been military spouse because we're in this interesting predicament of not having a family care plan um, if your service members deployed. So we have expanded our, um, I guess, bubble. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. <clears throat> like our, who we're exposing our like who to, your our quarantine family, family is <laughs> or quarantine family. Yeah. And it, it, I know the the guideline is, is stated. It should be every, like only in your household, which makes perfect mm-hmm. sense because you're containing, you know, but we've had to kind of expand that a little bit to make room for the fact that I need a contingency plan and, and, yeah. and I don't have, ch- and I just, I, I don't know how single moms are doing it. I don't know how yeah. other deployed service deployed or families with a deployed service member doing it. Um, and I'm, cu- I'm genuinely curious, like I'm not asking mm-hmm. in a judgmental way. And I'm also yeah. not asking in order to reevaluate my own personal, um, decisions. So that's one thing too, that I want to preference all of this with, like, if you've made a decision as a family, stick with it. Like mm-hmm. don't let someone else's, uh, you know, Viewer feelings about thoughts. it influence mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Because that's part of the problem. One thing too, that I wanted to add, I'm, and I've noticed, and I don't know if you guys are observing this as well, is that people have gotten really quiet on social mm-hmm. media as far as like posting their adventures, their, mm-hmm. you know, Friday night or their afternoons. Cause where it used to be like, you know, share everything right Overshare. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because people aren't doing anything. There's nothing that interesting to share or if it's, bec- if it's that they are doing things that they're afraid of sharing because they're fearing yeah. uh, kickback or Backlash. judgment or retribution. Yeah. Retribution from others. Um, because there is a little bit of shame around what mm-hmm. you have decided and feeling like you have to explain yourself to people. I think Justify that's it, it for me. Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, even to the point where like, you know, my kids were around another set of kids. Um, and we've, de- again, we've decided that this is our kind of like quarantine family or whatever. Mm-hmm. We all, we each individually quarantined for two hard weeks, you know, and then we were like, okay, gradually sort of reintroducing because I know their families like, hygiene habits and things like that. Like I know Mm -hmm. what their risk factors are. I know what my risk factors are. We've been very transparent with each other about those things. And I'm not saying this to say that it's okay to do this guys. Again, this is like, I'm, I'm just just voicing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm voicing what we're doing because I'm, I, I wanted to just broach the conversation. So, but then I feel bad for other neighbors or other friends. If they found out, would you feel bad? And there's, you know, another little neighbor that lives next door. And I'm like, I hope she doesn't feel left out or this is some sort of like exclusion Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then, you know, when I encounter the parents, I'm like feeling like I have to explain myself. Like I've done something wrong that I'm trying to cover up and I don't like that, but I don't know. I feel, I feel like I almost have, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm just curious. I just wanted to throw it out. Well, how do you feel, Claire? Like what kind of boundaries... Do you feel well, like I feel like smidging? the first, I mean, I woke up today realizing we're kind of starting out like the eighth week of this as a family. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. the first three to four weeks for sure, I was like truly almost like phobic to be around people. Mm-hmm. I did not want to get out. I didn't want anybody around here. About four weeks ago, we have another family that we've kind of considered our quarantine family. Like you mentioned, we know their habits um, and we have let our daughters hang out with their daughter and, um, We've still stayed under five people in in mm-hmm. gatherings or whatnot, practicing social distancing, hand washing, masks, you know, all the things. But my sister, and I may have mentioned this on a previous episode, we, we've talked a lot about 
per, every person has to out like weigh out for themselves the risks versus the rewards. And for our family, the reward for our kids, our girls, and their like social well being right now, the reward of them getting to see this friend once or twice a week outweighs any small risk that we feel like there is in them being together for like sit from a sickness standpoint. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like <laughs> there's a, a, a scene from the movie home alone where Kevin, he's kind of built up in his imagination, this mean neighbor, right? Like the neighbor, neighbor that shovels snow. He thinks he's like murdered somebody or whatever. Once he kind of overcomes that, he goes outside and he yells, I'm not afraid anymore. And I feel like I keep saying that to myself. Like the last, the last probably three weeks, I just keep telling myself, like, I'm not afraid anymore. Like I, Mm. and again, this is personal preference. I do still think there's a threat. I do still think that this is like, coming, you know, not it's coming to stay for a little while. Um, but I'm just personally finding myself less fearful. And am I like licking my hands after I've been in public? No, <laughs> but I'm not as fearful to go in public because I just feel like either a, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. Yeah. If I do, I'm probably going to recover. I can't live like for me personally, I cannot function at that level of fear that I was experiencing that first month long-term. I just couldn't, couldn't do it. I think that we, I I think there's a fatigue that sets in and you have to just get past it. Right. And understand Mm -hmm. that this is a really long play. So I think that's where we are too. Like starting to now kind of not look forward to the summer in the way that we used to, right? Like this is going to be different and already accepting that the school year is probably going to look different. And like Mm -hmm. all of the organizations I'm involved with, like everything is changing. You know, there's not an, uh, an annual event that's supposed to be happening in the summer has already been pushed back and they might choose to host it somewhere in a less populated region of the country versus DC. Um, my theater group that I'm a part like that I volunteer as a board member for they're really hardcore trying to evaluate what the next season even looks like. Could they even have a season? Not so much like how do we get like patrons to come out, but how do we protect the actors and make sure that they're mm-hmm. safe? Um, so everyone is kind of, I, I was walking, we were, we were taking our bikes to the little store up at the corner in our neighborhood. And there was a couple walking down the sidewalk and yes, we ride our bikes on the sidewalk. I have little kids. It is what it is. Um, but we pulled over and like gave them tons of space to walk past. And a guy that I would have stereotyped to feel differently, which is an admission right here. I'm, I'm admitting that I stereotyped him, but, um, I didn't expect him to really care so much about like social distancing or guidelines or anything like that. He didn't have a mask on. He's like, whatever. Um, as we, he walked past us, he turned to me from a distance. Cause I had backed up. He was like, Hey, thanks for the six feet. Oh, wow. It's like, I love that. Yeah. You're so welcome. Thank you for, thank you. Thank you for the <laughs> like thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. And like the kids saw it and they're like, yeah, have a good day. Stay safe. I think one of them said, wash your hands. <laughs> Whatever, mm-hmm. like, Cause I've indoctrinated, but I think we're starting to get used to it. I mean, mm-hmm. I hate that this is something that we're acclimating to, but I mean, we're going to have to in order to keep moving forward. So yeah. it's encouraging to some extent. I mean, I'm just trying to block out all of the noise and the other nonsense mm-hmm. um, and just focus on the fact that we're all trying to be respectful of each other's space and breathing space. And yeah. Oh, I don't know. I did run into a friend last week at the commissary and the rule here is you have to have a mask on. It says at the door to get in, but the idea is that you keep it on. Right. And um, yeah. I ran into this friend, which was like, it brightened my day just to see her because Mm -hmm. I've had so little contact with friends. 
but we were both wearing masks and we couldn't hear each other. And like, yeah. it was the weirdest thing. Like we cut our conversation short because we both, it was like we, you could see it dawning on both of us. Like, well, this is kind of dumb. Like I can't hear her and she can't, and we're like very muffled, you know, talking. And she was talking about her son's birthday party. They were, you know, putting together for the weekend. And it was like, we longed to stand there and chat. And it probably will be the last time I see her before we both move. And yet it was just, yeah. So, I mean, I'm feeling that same fatigue from all of this as well. You know, I hate too, is you can't see someone smile through a mask and they can't see you smile. Yes. And Um, I've realized I do a lot of non, non nonverbal communicating with my, Mm -hmm. my eyes and my smile and my head nodding. And it's like, I'm wanting people to see, like, I'm smiling at you, but like, they can't see that. Right. So. Yeah, I think that's where being outside is going to come in to just play a huge part of our lives. I mean, it already has, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can do that from from down the driveway or, or from right. whatever. I actually saw a friend of mine posted, I want to try this out. Her and a group of girlfriends went kayaking. Oh, that's a good um, idea. Right? Um, so apparently there's this awesome lake here that finally filled back up. It's the whole thing, but there's a lake now again. <laughs> Um, and there is a company I'm going to share this cause it's so great. It's called, um, yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. Kayakalaki. Oh, cute. <laughs> so North Kakalaki, get it. But yeah. Kayakala- anyway, I thought it was adorable, clever. clever. It's like 20 bucks for a couple hours on a kayak on the lake. And it's, they're positioning it as like the perfectly, perfectly physical distant or physically distant activity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's beautiful. So I think what's going to happen, and I'm hoping this is true, is that especially all of these businesses or, you know, any kind of like entertainment venues, I've seen that like drive-in movie theaters are coming back. I mm-hmm. adore that. I think that is just one of the most powerful like nods to the resiliency of Americans mm-hmm. to be able to hearken back to something that's antiquated like that and be like, hey, this worked great back then. Mm-hmm. Let's bring that back. Um, so anyway, I, just getting creative, getting inventive um, out of necessity, right? And it's for survival. So businesses are going to have to do this in order to figure out how to stay alive and stay relevant. Yeah. Um, that's... I don't know if this fits in this conversation. I have a minor teeny tiny little rant. I don't know if you guys have noticed this here, but I'm noticing um, it's becoming very clear which businesses will be okay and which ones won't. Um, I think because some people, and granted, I look, I'm not like a brick and mortar owner or a restaurant owner or anything like that, but I'm seeing so much pain and like struggle uh, from business owners online and on social media that it concerns me that they're focusing their energy, their efforts on like the vent, right. And, and the, the victimhood of all of this, Mm, instead of trying to push innovation or triage or contingency plan. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's just, it's concerning to see that kind of play out. Um, I also would caution, business owners specifically on their opinions of how they think things should be handled. Um, Stating things to patrons who may be in a vulnerable population, like you all should just go self-isolate and let the rest of us live our lives is probably Mm -hmm. not a good look for your business. Um, I have seen that (laughs) Um, affect someone I know personally. I won't go any deeper than that, but like Mm -hmm. um, this is not the time to air your, you know, 
isms. Yeah, any of those isms, your ageisms, or your. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Let's protect all everyone instead of just mm-hmm. worrying about um, how to not have people to worry about. Eh. Yeah. Anyway, that's my rant. Wondering, curious if y'all are seeing that too. I guess is, yeah. is the point of that. Yeah. Well, I think hopefully as the states open back up, I know here in Louisiana. Last Monday, our governor made an address and we still have one of the like quick, we're one of the states with the quickest growing numbers still. Like we have not flattened. Really? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And primarily that's coming out of New, New Orleans. But um, mm. so our, we're like still sheltering till May 15th. And then he did go ahead and name like three things that are changing. I know one of them is they're allowing, if you have a restaurant that can accommodate outdoor dining, they're allowing that. Um, they're allowing, if you have like brick and mortar retail that you can facilitate curbside pickup, they want that to start back up. So I don't know, like, I felt like it was a really balanced, like line to take with like protection and health versus also keeping like the economy moving in the right direction. But, um, I don't know. It's like, okay, we're here. It's May. Like some of the little changes are starting to happen. It's about to be summer. Like, I'm ready for a big, I'm ready to feel the transition more than I've felt it so far. People are, yeah. And people are like everyone is. I mean, you can tell by the protests and the, you know, demonstrations and everything that people are done with it. Like they, Mm -hmm. they, you can, it's not, it isn't really sustainable. And that was the whole idea between doing these periodic shutdowns in the first place. But I think what they're realizing is that the economy is going to really struggle. Um, Specifically like all of these small businesses that I've already mentioned are under a tremendous Mm -hmm. amount of stress. Um, so I, it, this is just, it's just hard, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I listened to a podcast episode. It was the daily and they were, he, they interviewed the governor from Michigan who's come under mm-hmm. a ton of, um, critique over how stringently or, you know, how for, uh, strict her shelter in place shutdown orders have been. And then that's where all the protests were happening or, you know, some right. of the more prominent ones. And they interviewed one of the protesters. So I thought it was it was really well done. It was he was definitely a more moderate protester. They didn't have like yeah. the guy with the gun and the Hitler sign up there, <laughs> but um, yeah. they had him kind of give his point of view, which was very much working class people should be able to provide for their families. Um, mm-hmm. But the problem there, even if they are allowed to go back to work, I think he owned like a pest control company or something. People aren't people are home. It was like a rodent removal kind of like you got a raccoon in your attic. You call these right. guys, right? Um, people are home. So they're not working. So they don't have expendable income, but they're also home to deal with these things that are on their own. Right? right. So they were seeing a decline in business anyway. So his point was until there's a full reopening, we're not going to see. It's not going to help him too it's much. It's not going to matter. Like coming back kind of, kind of isn't real. And they can observe all of the precautions. They wear garb and, you know, whatever. Um, but it's still so tricky. And then it would do probably more harm than good if we reopened too, too quickly. Right. Um, and have to come right back. Like the, the, the businesses that we're struggling to start with, they'll just be done. Like there's no way to come back more than once, especially if they, I mean, if they didn't have the cushion to begin with, which it's hard. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out, especially with summer and travel and kids legit being home. I mean, whatever. They've been home this whole time anyway. But <laughs> Home without um, schoolwork to do, for sure. Just bored. Yeah. And I wonder if they can't. I mean, I'd take a packet from the teacher and <laughs> say, yeah. 
<laughs> I might keep my mom employed. Did I tell you guys my mom's teaching? You my did. Ah, She's your so full-time good. sub or I full-time backup. I love it. Yep. Yeah, that's amazing that she's doing that. Yeah, yeah I um, yeah, I think uh, still for maybe other reasons, I'm having to limit my social media right now. It, I, I don't feel like I don't really care what other people are doing, but it's just too much to process to see that you're doing church outside or drive by this or drop in this. But yet mm-hmm. somebody else is on a rant about, you know, don't even leave your house yet. And like. I can't handle all the opinions right now. Like I just need Mm -hmm. to hunker down and worry about my family and what we're doing and let everybody else deal with what they're doing. And that's all you can. You really, you can't influence anyone else's decisions. You, you have no stake in their decisions so long as they're not endangering your family or crossing a boundary that Mm -hmm. you've established. And yeah, I have to keep telling myself that every day. Like I notice when I get a rise out of myself, like when I scroll Mm -hmm. past something like, why are you? why are you being judgmental? Like that they're going to do their thing and hopefully they stay safe in the process and not, you know, what, but the whole deal is, is that it somehow feels like an affront to my values. Um, What I value is right and wrong are, there are so many variations of that and it's so hard for everyone to come to agreement on it. Um, we've been able to shelter in place much more easily now because Andrew's not home than if he would be, if he were home. So I can right. sit and thumb my nose up at people that are still going to work. Like how dare y'all still go to work? I don't yeah. have to go to work. I mean, I go yeah. to work in my office upstairs. Like, but yeah. if he were coming and going, I'd probably have a very different opinion on what shelter in place looks like. <laughs> right. So I get that. And it's, but you're right. It's hard. So if you start, that's a great tip. Like if you start feeling reactions, just put it down. Put the phone down. Yeah. Don't don't let that pollute. Well, your I kind of like it's a lot akin to me, like to how I was feeling during the last political, like presidential mm-hmm. election. It's the things you see coming out of people's mouths or like their mm-hmm. statuses. It just makes you feel a kind of way about them, and you're like, "Well, geez, why, why would you? <laughs> yeah, like why would you yeah. say that? Or like, who cares? Or what's it to right. you? Or right." Oh, you with the conspiracy theories. Oh, oh, you feel better now? Is that is that better? My mom used to say we'd watch movies or TV shows. I don't know why this just jumped out at me, but we'd watch some violent scene where, especially if a man like pitched a fit, right? Like if a man Mm -hmm. got upset and like punched a wall or you know whatever, she'd be like, "Oh, him mad." That's funny. It was so funny. Like, did you get that out of your system, sweetheart? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I feel when I see when I scroll past the rants and and in mm-hmm. the you do you kind of posts, which everyone's entitled to, to yeah. get their feelings out. But is it really the best venue? Probably not. And yeah. also, you you've got to think about how anyone else would see that. Everyone else is feeling like super self conscious. Our filters are gone. Like those were gone back in March, you know, like we're all just on survival mode. So like everything is heightened. And if you have any sort of inkling of feeling like convicted or called out by someone else's post, more than likely they are not talking about you. Um, But Mm -hmm. like, did it, did it achieve anything? Do you feel better after putting that out to the world? Like if so, okay, cool, I guess. Um, But you know what I've been doing left and right on Facebook and Instagram? Mute. Mute. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Hide for 30 days, mute. Mm. And that's helped, which consequently has left me only following food and um, home decor accounts. Pretty which much. is not helping that COVID-19, is it, friends? It's not. It's not. <laughs> I, saw, I'm, 
Uh, I've moved beyond the the sourdough fascination, and now have you seen these focaccia bread gardens that people are doing? There's no bread. No, I don't cook. I made banana bread muffins the other day and was so freaking proud of myself. I can't even tell you, but that's the that's the extent of my okay. baking you ability. Need to, so you no. need to like Google these. People are putting like beautiful colored like vegetables and creating like flower gardens out of vegetables. What? And then when they bake the focaccia bread, it looks like it looks like a work of art. <laughs> okay. No. Are you gonna make one? Have you made one? No. No, I do not need the bread. I tried that sourdough and it just made, it didn't turn out right. And like I've said many times, if I can't do something well, it feels like a waste of time and resources. Yeah. That's me with take and bake pizza even. Like, (laughs) y'all just order it. It's better that way. Um, Funny. All right. So what are you looking forward to this summer? I'm looking forward to seeing our families. We have not Mm. seen them since Christmas. Normally, Um, we'll be home at Christmas. My parents and my in-laws usually make a trip in the spring to see us. We were like, you know, don't do that this time. Like we're going to be back. And like, that just keeps getting prolonged, but I need to hug my mom and dad and my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. And, um, there's some like talk of vacations with my family. We're not going to do like a, an early summer vacation. They're not even sure that one's going to stay, but you know, potentially at the end of the summer, once we get Mm -hmm. settled, I use that very loosely. Like we Mm -hmm. may do kind of a little family hurrah. It's been a while since we've done that. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Just like doing something relaxing. Once we get settled. Since like Christmas, right? Like I'm thinking back. Well, we, I mean, that's not usually like what I call like a relaxing trip. That's more of just like a visit. (laughs) I mean, like a beach, a beach trip. Yeah. I'm even trying to think back to the last time we did like family stuff and it probably was Christmas because we always like push off to spring break. Um, yeah. Well, obviously Andrew being home will be a big one. Um, I have some honeydew list projects that I've been kind of sitting on waiting on him to get back to, to help me with. So that two weeks is going to be, I think good. Cause it's hard to get yeah. them to take leave. Right. Like, right. Um, but this, he has to be home. Like he has, he can't, he can't be anywhere else. Now I was hoping we would be able to travel. And then I was asking him like, what do you think you'd be able to travel beyond like whatever the radius is? And he was like, well, I mean, I wouldn't get recalled back into work cause I'm quarantining, but they probably want him close, um, just to not be traveling. So well, and I you're know, not we'll living inside the gate, but here we had people who the first week or two, this was going down that got put on quarantine, same thing, either coming back from schools or deployments or, um, you know, travel or PCSing. People were not living up to the quarantine rules. And when they came back through the gate, it flagged them when they scanned their IDs <sighs> and they got arrested by the Stop CG. It. They did. <gasps> yes. But Whoa. listen, I was, I applaud that because yeah. that, that rumor got out and then people and be quit. paying attention. People yeah. minding the rules. So <laughs> gotta, yeah. to make some examples. Yeah. No, I mean, they're going to, they're going to let him come quarantine at home. I, I suppose. I mean, I would be yeah. kind of upset if they didn't. I mean, whatever. I guess it is what it is. But um, I could definitely make use of that time. I'm a little nervous that when he goes back to work for real, it's like back to work for real. Bye. So <laughs> yeah. that is the only two weeks we get, right? That's, that's the only break. Um, but other than that, I mean, I may try to sneak away and take a trip. If we can travel, it would be nothing like it would definitely be only in a car. It would mm-hmm. you know, probably be to see my family. Um, as long as we're able to maintain, you know, our kind of 
social distancing status and know that we haven't come into contact. I mean, I don't know. I know you said you're like ready to walk outside and <laughs> be like, I'm, I'm not scared anymore, but I still get yeah. a lot of anxiety when I go out. Um, I, I'm starting, like I'd gotten to a point where I was starting to feel a little agoraphobic because I wasn't actually getting out. Like I was like walking right. outside, but not really like seeing other people. And I, I had to mm-hmm. kind of put myself in check. Like you need to leave the house. Like every other day or so, like go somewhere, yeah. even if it's just drive the car, right? Yeah. Like there's a new restaurant. I don't know how it's fast food place, I guess, whatever. But I'm like, oh, well, that's new. <laughs> like yeah. right up the street, you know, like, I'm like, oh my God, it has been this long since we've been in the car. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't know. I think a trip would do us all well just to have a change of scenery. I already know where I think I would want to go. It's out in the mountains to a friend. Nice. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I hate it because we usually do a big beach trip, like you said, with like, you know, a ton of well, other families. Kelly, but- listen, the mountains are more conducive to Birkenstock life. That's right. So. <laughs> that is right. Get you a little hippie. Shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. It's <laughs> a deal then. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe just enjoy my birth. Yeah. Sounds like a fun plan. You and your, you know, the theme here is the supportive shoe and the supportive swim, uh, swimsuit. We just need a lot of support right now. Going forward. <laughs> we do need support.